This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. You're up for a big time award. Fingers crossed. Of all the on-air hosts at the station, the big Keller Polking Award. I'm the only on-air talent up for it. Finalist. Am I going to speech yet? I don't think I've ever won an award before. Not like this. Not like the KP, that's for sure. Champion, champion. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Good morning, Ken. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm cold. On 98.7. Yeah, thank you. Just being nominated is everything, to be honest. You know that's not true. Uh, I'd like to win, but the nomination is really the biggest achievement here for me. What's the nomination for again? Uh, Keller Polking. No, but what, how did we get here? Um, uh, I don't understand the question. I didn't even know the word existed. What do you mean I didn't know it existed? I've been pining for this award for a very long time. <laughs> you don't even know what it's for. It's for the MVP of the station. So, I was thinking about this. Yeah. How and don't don't you rain? I didn't bring this up today. No, you didn't. You don't didn't. you rain on my parade? I'm not. I'm not. I I want to ask you this. Yeah. It means everything. But go ahead. I'm sure it does. Which which comparison are you in this this award nomination? Like, do He's you the f- like? Are do you feel you're like you're like the Niners? Like the, like you're a perennial oh, contender. Like I, I'm I'm the the expected winner. Or or do you think you're like you're like the the frisky lions. Like we don't know if you'll be back. Like you need to capitalize right now. Rawr! No, I think that. See, my concern was this: that I was looked at as an afterthought at this station, and it's like, oh yeah, it's you got Barton, you know, Allen and Peter and Michael and Larry and Gordon and Greeny and you know, oh talent, Anita, ooh talent oozes. You got Rick and his beautiful face and his features, and it's like, oh yeah, and then you got that other guy. But today I'm I'm validated. Today I feel like I'm vindicated. Yesterday I put my head on the pillow and I knew I'd arrived, like Sally Field at the at the awards years ago, which is you like me, you really really like me. That's what I feel like today because this is not voted on by you know slappies, as Rex would say. This is the bosses of all bosses that vote on this kind of stuff. So I think I'm here to stay. I think it's this year and moving forward. I will continue to be nominated. Here's what I would find a little concerning if I were you. What? In your campaign, you're running against, opposed to some of those bosses of bosses. So in your campaign, do you plan to to slander them, to to prop yourself up? No. Nope. You're going to run a clean campaign. He, Absolutely. No, no. He, he'll run a clean campaign, but when if, if he does win, he'll run up to the podium, dance a little bit, maybe rub a bagel in their face. I don't know. Something to that extent. No, see, right By the here, way, not just any issue. boss, though, RJ. This is his best friend also. That's right. John yep. Winthrop yep. up for this award as well. Yep. Justin Craig, who's John's boss, up for this award. I got to be honest. Yeah. I don't see your friendship making it through this. Uh, see, you're so wrong. You couldn't be more wrong. No, because I think you win the award next morning trophy on john's desk before he gets in See, yeah but i don't thing. think it bothers john here's the problem this is a you don't know it's about and i think you do now these two are so similar it's scary it's almost like a skinnier ver- it's like it's almost like john's a skinnier version of dave yeah but he wears much tighter clothes than me wow well, i try to tell you that i mean you finally noticed it yesterday 
Well, how could you not? His belly button's almost hanging out of his sweater. That's <laughs> weird. <laughs> I mean, really, how could, how could you not notice it? But, but don't bury the lead. The lead is, and I know this pains you, and I understand why. I'm up for a prestigious award, and I, I just I want to bring it on home is what I want. I think you, should need, you need to win it for the show is what you need to do. I wouldn't call you, I mean, I wouldn't call you a perennial contender necessarily yet. Why? Why? Well, because this is only the first time that I think the award exists. But, I mean, as far as the people that are in your category, I feel like that you have the most upward trajectory right now. I think that's fair. There's other, there's other hosts that are involved in, in Los Angeles. Yeah, but, see, but you know what it is, though, Dave, and this is why I'm so confident saying this? Yeah. Because I think you're a star, not just a star, a superstar. But a lot of the people you're up against, this is that they're plateauing. This is it. This they, is their, their, their swan song, maybe? They've reached the top. Uh-huh. Hey, this right, is just which, which was my point, that, that I'll be back for this next year. Now, I want to win it. I want to win it every year. This is uh, just a start for you. I want to win it this year. I want to win it next year. Oh, we I need to show dynasty is what we need. That's what I'd like. I, and, and then I'd like you guys to get nominated, too. I don't want to be the only one on the show nominated. So just for clarity, you expect to win. I don't know how you could expect to win. I'm one of seven that are up for the award. So it not- sounds like you're expecting to win, though. Yeah, but there's, I mean, how many teams left in the playoffs? There are teams that expect to win. Are you one of those teams? I'd like it if it got narrowed. Like, I think the big announcement is Friday, February the 2nd. I'd like it if it was like, okay, we go from 7 to 5 and then 5 to 3. I'd feel better about that. Uh, do I expect to win? I, I don't know. I, I mean, maybe I'll call BetMGM and see what the, the betting odds are right now for the Keller polking. I, I have to believe that you're somewhere up at the top. I hope so. A lot of money coming in on you, I heard. I, I hope so. Oh, it would be so good. Let me ask you this. Yeah. I might. I, I, do I write something? Do I not? I don't know what to do. I think you wear a tuxedo that uh, To day. work that day? Yeah. I think I have to. Better candidate. You or John? After uh, John's debacle yesterday with the commercial, I have to see. I mean, I don't think it's even a question, is it? Gave well, the yes people set, quite the scare. He's up for set design. Um, I, th- I think John's great. I'm not going to disparage my competition. I think John's great. I like what you're doing. I like it. I, I, I see what you're doing. Do I think I'm worthy of this award? I, I absolutely yeah, of think course. I'm worthy. Yeah, but we're two weeks out. Let's see Let's see what this sounds like. You don't think there's any way I can hold this for two weeks? <laughs> I think you're confident, and I think uh-huh. you're suppressing it nicely. But I think the closer we get, it, that's going to bubble to the top. Um, You could very well be right. There's, there's going to be billboards. Before there's naked billboards of Dave... There's going to be salacious images of his competition up on the billboards. How? How? Listen, if John were to get caught, like like a, um, what was that actor? Oh no! Uh, uh, <laughs> it was dating Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, uh, Hugh Grant, like a Hugh Grant kind of situation. Oh god, that wouldn't. I mean, listen, I wouldn't provide that. But with if the that prostitute happen, is what you're saying. I'm I'm just I'm just spitballing. You're gonna set him up. You know what's gonna happen too, RJ? He wins this award. We'll be at the Mets tailgate. People asking for autographs. And like, you know how the Hall of Famers write HOF? <laughs> That's how he'll be signing I'll, I'll his autograph. Just, I'll write David Rothenberg, KP winner. Something like that. Yeah, KP 2024. Yeah, KP 24. <laughs> I mean, listen, I have a lot of options. I have a fantasy football champion. That's the thing is that, that, that this run of success is starting to. <laughs> champion, <laughs> champion. Starting to kind of burgeon. Yeah, you understand. You understand what that autograph would look like if you started incorporating all those things. You can barely write your name now. Well, at what point do you think I start charging for autographs? Oh. You th- we're, not, we're not there yet, I would no, guess. I don't, I don't think we'll we ever can't get be far there. off. Tell you what, if I'm your competition, mm-hmm. this is going right up on the bulletin board. What do you mean? 
I got the D. I got the P. You just commented on your burgeoning run of success, and you're pondering if you should charge for autographs. At, what, at some point, RJ, that, okay, here's the thing. This really you put, says a lot. You put your head in the sand. You don't want to look at reality. These things are happening. Am I a champion in fantasy football? Yes, a, that a world champion. Yes. Okay. A world champion. A world champion. Yes. Champion. With a very personalized football. video from Field Yates of all people. I. I mean, that's right. Field reached out both via um, streaming and also called the show. Right. That's that's for starters. Secondly, I am now one of seven of hundreds of people, one of seven finalists for the KP Award. So, yeah, I think it's starting to happen. And rather than be late to the party, be like, oh, my God, look what's happened. Let me capitalize. I think you start to think about those kind of things earlier. You know what's frustrating, though, in this whole thing, RJ? What? I was told told yesterday because I was trying to do some digging into this whole award thing. I was told by some really important people that you and I were right there till the very end until Dr. Dr. J. Shaw got the best of us. Oh, really? (laughs) It was really those, my read and your whole... (laughs) <laughs> You're all not knowing how to say the name. Call our friend Dr. J. Shaw today at Samuel Payne. Dot, Samuel Payne. Dot doctor. Dot dr. Dot J. Shaw. Doctor Josh. Well how do you say it? It's Josh <laughs> J. Shaw. J. Shaw. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough loss. I, I don't know how we get up from that. So because I can read at an adequate level, I'm now nominated. <laughs> uh, okay. It's part of. Is that it's what part of the yeah the thing of requirements. It I'm, must be able to read. I mean, you've been good lately. Yeah, you've been good lately. You're peaking at the right time. That's right. I, I mean, really it's like are. during March Madness is right here, and I'm playing my best basketball. P U T R I D, putrid, right? <laughs> I spell. Oh, my goodness. Uh, all right. So let's get to a little NFL clippings here. 1 800 919 3776. Did you hear what Nick Bosa had to say about your quarterback yesterday? I did. Yeah, you can't love that. No, but isn't I think it's pretty much what we said yesterday about my quarterback. I think it's fair. Here is Nick Bosa on the the Packers and a little shoddy shot at one Aaron Rodgers. What Kyle talks about is, is the whole team has improved throughout the entire season. They've gotten a lot of guys healthy. And they have a lot of the same guys from the past really good teams they've had. And I'm a quarterback who does exactly what he's coached to do, which Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Famer and unbelievable, but he kind of went outside of the realm of coaching and sometimes Sometimes it's good when you have a guy who does what he's coached to do. We did say that, but boy, hearing it from a player of that ilk, that's a that's a real shot, though. Yeah, he's been outspoken, too, with the whole, remember the whole, uh, this is the blueprint on how you defend Jalen Hurts and the Eagles? Right. <laughs> Things didn't really go well for the Eagles after that. No, they they won a game against the Giants, barely. <laughs> he he sounds, Nick Bose, every time he talks, it's almost like he's putting you to sleep when he's talking. They have uh, Aaron Rodgers is a really good quarterback, but he went outside the offense. Um, yeah, no, I can also see you can you can make fun of him all you want. That was a legitimate shot at Aaron Rodgers. Oh, of course it is. But I mean, that's I mean, he also praises him that Aaron Rodgers is one of the best to ever do it. But I mean, both of those coaches that you're talking about, Kyle Shanahan and Matt Lafleur, I would understand why you know the amount of work and time and effort you put into to game planning and and all the things that you're trying to do, and then you know you're calling plays that are getting changed at the line of scrimmage, or you know he decides that he wants to do his own thing. That would frustrate me too. So I'm sure that was part of the reason too. Like I want my offense back. Let's move on to Jordan Love, who I know is gonna, you know, who's gonna run the plays that I'm calling. Could this have worked out better for for Green Bay? No. Do you know, uh, do you understand? By the way, try, can you can you guess how much dead money that Green Bay currently has on their salary cap and has been able to have this kind of success? 
So they have a ton of dead money, huh? $67 million of dead money on their cap wow. this season. Youngest team in the NFL. Yeah, but you're paying your quarterback nothing, and he's succeeding at a very high level, and that's the recipe to win in this league. Uh, well, yeah, and they have really good young players, which I could also do them to Nick Bosa's point, would be tough on the young players, right? And they're well coached. Uh, and they're well coached, right? Yes. And they don't. I, I don't think they pay a receiver anything. Not one of them. Well, that's the point too. Right. I mean, uh, you got to think though. A receiver coming from college, there's already like the oh my god, I'm playing with Aaron Rodgers, and now on top of that, you know, there's a chance that the plays that are that we're learning aren't necessarily what what's happening. Like, how um, as a rookie am I going to see the game like Aaron Rodgers sees the game? That's going to be pretty tough. The Packers fans must love the fact that they were able to move on from him, be better. Right, I mean, they were they were better this year than they were last year, and then still get picks from from the Jets for it. Yeah, well, how could you not love it? And now you feel like you have your quarterback. Smooth transition, beautiful. Um, speaking of dead money, you know, you know how much the uh, the Bucks have in dead money this season? Uh probably right there at the top too. Seventy five million. Yeah, in dead money. Yeah, with dead money, that's what happens. You keep. I mean, you go go all in to win a championship. Start kicking money down the road. At some point, it's going to bite you in the, you know what? Tell you what, if you're the Niners, you you better make this a non-game quickly. Yeah, you don't want to let this team hang around. You better make this a non-game quickly. Like, halftime, up by 13, coast in the second half. Because the, the closer this game stays, for the longer it stays close, the way more pressure goes on San Francisco. Right, well, the, the thing with these teams that you don't know, you know, you don't know what you don't know, well, you got to, like, you got to make them know. You gotta let them recognize, like it's not gonna. This is not gonna be Dallas. I'm telling you, man. That game, that game could have been completely different if, if, if Dallas, like, first of all, that the Cajon, they they choose to take the ball. We're gonna take the ball, and then they march straight down the field and score a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you think it does for their confidence? And I'm what sure it does it for the their confidence, and I'm sure it crushed pressure. Dallas. Right, and and Dallas didn't come close to stopping them the entire game. No, it felt like it could have been worse. Oh, if they wanted to put up fifty, they easily could have. And yet Mike McCarthy is coming back. Just oh. for the record, Raymond, this is him doing it, not me. Well, I was, here, I was listening to someone yesterday talking about how it's just they, they, Jerry Jones was hesitant with all the changes that would have to happen if he fired the head coach. Like, Jen, Dak, you know, learning a new offense and all the different changes. And they wanted to have some continuity. I just... Okay. Then, then run it back again. But that wouldn't be... I don't think that would be the reason why I would say, hey, let's run this thing back. Uh, here's Schefter yesterday on Get Up. Did Jerry Jones explore other coaching options? He did not kick the tires on those coaches, to the best of my knowledge. Now, is it possible that there's some clandestine call that I did not hear or know about? Yes, that's possible. But to the best of my abilities, Greeny, I don't believe that Jerry Jones reached out to these coaches and tested the waters and kicked the tires to see whether they would be interested in becoming the Dallas Cowboys head coach. He didn't, he didn't even kick the tires to find out if Belichick would be interested in the job? You don't know that for sure. Well, I don't know it for sure, but Schefter's saying it leads you to believe unless it was through real quiet back channels that that wasn't done. Yeah, well, maybe, I don't know. I would ask you this, like how, how for Bill Belichick, how attractive is the job? I, here's the thing. I'm not saying he would have taken it. I'm not saying he's going to get it. I don't know those things. But you have, is it fair to say this is the greatest coach in the history of the NFL? Oh, I think so, yeah. Okay. It's, will it, you're willing to have at least that conversation, right? I would be willing to take it even a step further. I would be willing to do whatever it, it was going to take. If that, if that meant I'm not doing radio shows, I'm not doing press conferences outside the right. locker room, whatever it takes. So you have the greatest coach in the history of football, or certainly a guy that's on the Mount Rushmore. 
that's available for the first time in two and a half decades. You have a coach, on the other hand, that fell apart in the biggest spots yet again. And you don't make a call to that other coach? Yeah, I don't. Listen, I can't explain it to you. Because, I, I mean, I would have, at the very least, picked up the phone and found out before I rolled it back with Mike McCarthy. Listen, winning, winning 12 games during the regular season, that's great. Winning the division, great. But, and they're, they're a good football team. But, I, I mean, let's get this. And, again, I, don't mean to, I, I, don't, I really don't. I'm not trying to kill Dallas. I just think it's a fair conversation. They're like paper tigers. They beat the teams they should beat. They hammer them. They humiliate them. They're great. They run all over the place. They're a big star. They own Dallas. I get it. And when push, push comes to shove, they, they can't. They yeah, can't do Freudian, it. You get a little Freudian slip right there. No. Yeah. That's no. what you think they are. Your mind is in the gutter. Oh, but that's what you think they are. Uh, I don't. I, yeah, I'm, I think yeah. that's how they're. I think part of that is how they're built, though, too. I think that, I mean, they are built to be front runners. I think they're built to, you know, offense goes out, scores a bunch of points. They play. They play from ahead, which plays into what their defense is right. Then do. they get after the quarterback. They can't stop the run. They're, they're well, because they're small. They're small, yeah. No, it's it's a it's a real problem. But again, losing that game is one thing. Being okay with losing that game, which is what you're telling me by not even looking to make a change, not even finding out. What are you you love the line? We got a break, but what, what's the line you love from Brian Cashman? Um, I'm always looking for your replacement. I mean, you you said it a million times. Always, right? yeah. I'm all, well. Apparently, they're not in Dallas because if you're good enough then we don't look for your replacement. Yeah, well, the whole, like, this, it, it actually reminds me of the Yankees a little bit, where it's like, it's just get in, then it's a crapshoot. Well, I mean, I don't but know if football's that's... Football's not like that. I don't know if football's like that. It's not. It's not. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Well, not yet. We're leaning in that direction, but not yet. Football Fridays brought to you by Nissan. You deserve a car that thrills you. And Nissan's got an exciting full line. I'll put goosebumps right on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill yourself. Shop your local Nissan store, Nissan.com today. Did you see what I did there? I did. How good was that? Uh, this is why you're up for the award. Uh, really? It really? It really has to be. Keller poking. I mean, we'll put it right on the mantle. No. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's got to come in the studio. That's not really our studio. Well, when we get our studio, it's going to be displayed in when the studio. When we get our studio, I, I will put it in some kind of a, 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 a case, and we can, we can put it out, absolutely. Well, you might as well get a trophy case now. I mean, we've got to start rolling in with the awards. That'd be nice. Up, I'm surprised. I've I got to tell you, mm-hmm. as happy as I am for you, a couple things. The picture they used uh, is atrocious. It might be the worst <laughs> picture ever taken of you. Thanks very much. Uh, it doesn't accentuate what you look like now. It's just not a great picture. Well, I would an change old that photo, immediately. Yeah. Um, of the four of us on the show, I thought most likely I didn't. No, I didn't know the award existed. RJ, you didn't know it. of the Keller poking before. I did not, oh, and okay. I'm happy I do now. Thought of, if anyone uh, would have been RJ up for it, 
Um, I think that's fair. I think RJ probably or I think Raymond, the, one of the two, the backbone the amount of, of the show. Yeah, both though. The amount yeah. of time, lack of sleep, all of it. They're great. I I wouldn't. Here's the thing, and this is why I'm so selfless. Uh, I don't think anybody earning the nomination for this award on the show would have been unfounded. I think I think any of the three of you easily could have won this or been nominated for this. Yeah, but you drive the show, which I've yeah, done so before, what? and I don't do a very good job at it. It's tough, not easy. It's that easy to drive a show, but I'm just happy to be nominated. I got to tell you too, if it, if the award doesn't exist now, it should for next year's uh, award ceremony. Right, hardest working in the company, and Raymond has to be nominated. You say that, and Raymond might be the hardest working person at the company, but a lot of the work Raymond does is not actually technically company related work. Well, but technically it does come through our radio station. It does. It does. So that's a slippery slope here. I don't know. I don't want to take the shine off of me today. I think that the Keller Falking is what we probably (laughs) See that's that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Let's not talk let's not pretend that this is an ethics conversation. This is this is about Dave. RJ. RJ, how about Dave yesterday uh, two days ago with our big meeting where I farted in the meeting. We come out and, and we're talking the three of us, and I'm like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom quick, and and I come out, and he's already, he's already gone. What what? I don't understand it. It is the stupidest thing that anybody has to do. So if you have to go to the bathroom, I have to wait for you to go so we can travel down an elevator together. Yeah, I wasn't taking a number. I was just going to go pee quick. I I, I I mean, my time is limited. I don't want to sit there and wait for you to go to the bathroom, wash your hands, do your hair. I don't understand. RJ, whose side are you on with this? I need to wait to take an elevator down four floors with him. I'm on Rick's side. Thank you. He wants to spend more time with you, as would I. I if I were, if I switch spots with Rick, uh, you so, know what? From now on, uh, after the show, I'm going to go to the elevator bank and I'm going to wait until I have a lot of people that I know to travel <laughs> down to the lobby with, so that I don't get beaten up for it. It is unbelievable. Well, it's it's just because everybody was very rare is everyone on the same timeline. Sometimes you're leaving and Rick's leaving, but you know you get talking to someone. Rick's like, all right, you, you kind of announce to the room. Here, here's where the issue is, Dave. And like, all right, I'm going to head out. Catch you, catch you fellas tomorrow. We're talking. Rick goes, I'm going to go pee real quick. I'm talking to you, Dave. And if you remember, Dave, I'm talking to you. And I'm mid-sentence. You're not helping the situation at all, by I'm, the way. I'm mid-sentence. The elevator's closing. And you. <laughs> I thought you would do the courtesy, kind of put your hand out, hold the elevator. Right. It's closing. I realize you're not going to do that. No. How, based on past experience, could you feel this way, I, though? Well, okay. You, you know I who you're dealing with. to go home. <laughs> I get that. I was done. What do you, I mean, I get there at five something in the morning. I've been getting there earlier and earlier to appease you guys. We're doing this to glorious show prep. What do you want from me? To appease us. So yes. the elevator doors are closing. And Did he even say bye? No, he, I, I'm mid-sentence. As I realize he's not going to stop the elevator, he just goes, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I go in, I then. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. And I'm kind of dumbfounded. And then the bathroom's right there. So I'm like, all right, well, I got to go to the bathroom. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, exactly. So I walk in there. I see Rick. And he brings up something, something Dave. I go, oh, you, did you think he was waiting for you? Rick goes, he's gone. I go, oh, yeah, he's long gone. <laughs> you, so, so you all know right, what? bye-bye. You guys are teaming up on me because this is obviously a pre-planned little segment that you were going to do. Obviously. There's nothing on the show. There's nothing on the show outside of maybe what we're, we're going to start the show that's ever pre-planned. You get here at 549. What are we planning? Yeah. No, no, no. But I can't plan but, anything with you. But the way you're like, RJ, did you notice the way he left? RJ had this ready to go. Like he's been waiting for no. years to, to, to burst out with this information. That doesn't mean it was planned. That just means it was bubbling below the surface and it needed a little prod. Good. Well, good for you. Sorry, RJ. What do you want me to do? 
I want you to hang out with us. After the show today, I'll, I'll, I'll bring my chair, I'll roll, I'll wheel it out to the elevator bank, and I'll wait until everyone's like, all right, they'll I'll have them sign something that says, Dave, you can now go. By the way, how's the, how's the uh, litigation contract coming up? It's done. It's fine. You, you feel confident people are going to sign it? Uh, everyone has, has already verbally committed to signing it. Yeah. I think what I'm going to do for the game tomorrow, because I have an, a, an event, my friend's 50th birthday tomorrow, and it starts at 7, which is right in the midst of, uh, of the first game. So I think my goal is to do this. Watch as much as I can at home. Have well, how, Sherry... far is, how far is the place from your house? Probably 15, 20. Oh, you're going to get I'm gonna get most of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll probably have to leave it like 6, 4. And plus, I, I mean, you should be able to show up a few minutes late, right? So if I get there 7.05, 7.10, leave 6.45, 6.50 in that range, I'm getting a, a good chunk of the game. I have Sherry Drive, so I can watch the game on my phone. And now we're talking about 20 minutes left. I'm all in on the game. I think I go to the bar. I watch it. I, I socialize. For the next game is when I shut it all down. I think that's the goal. I really hope. That this whole like agreeing to do this by your buddy mm-hmm. is just all like a little ruse where he's RJ's suggestion where he's like he's at the no. it's going to be his five hundred or some like going to they're going to pull no. money together I, to see, ruin the, the second game for you. I don't think you guys recognize how important my presence is at this. <sighs> they really want me there. <laughs> wow, and I'd like to be there, but there are stipulations for me, in fact, to attend, and that's it. This is him on the way up. Rick, I, can you imagine what this is going to be like in like a year or two? No. I mean, he's already a diva. I can't even imagine. Like the guy's going to be like, now it's like a hey, a nice thing. I'm going to go down and grab my coffee. You want a banana? Like now it's going to be mandatory. Like there's the expectation is there should be a banana sitting on my desk. Is there a time that you get me the banana that I ever say or don't say thank you so much? No, but I don't ever know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. You win this award. All of a sudden, all hell could break loose. Well, feels you like know who doesn't like me very much? Mark H., Oh, this is a nasty email for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. The fact that you're up for an award is laughable. An award for what? Being the biggest bleep bleep <laughs> out there? Oh, double bleep. You egomaniac. Ha. What a loser you are. You bleep. <laughs> bleep. Was the ha capitalized? Yep. Oh. It was its own sentence. <laughs> ha, in fact, was, was a two-letter sentence. Uh, it goes, you're the biggest bleep, bleep bag out there. Bleep, oh, bleep, bleep bag. Yep. A bleep. Bleep, <laughs> bleep, bleep. Biggest bleep maniac around, period. Capital H-A, period. What a loser you are, period. Bleep. <laughs> Mark H. Very well <laughs> thought out. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yeah. So he doesn't care for me. Uh, clearly. No. But thankfully, thankfully. The people voting for the big prestigious award do. You seem extremely really annoying. I hate you. Yeah. I'm not everybody's cup of tea, and I'm fine with that. Well, when you reach your kind of level, I mean, listen, there's going to be some haters out there. Haters going to hate. I mean, you said you were at the big uh, banquet last night raising money for charity, and that I was very well received, right? Uh, people love you. Okay. You are the Giants for a lot of people. Really? Yeah. I got to be honest, that makes me feel so good. I know it does. Because I love them so much. It's funny. An too, award like, for what? Being the biggest bleep? They're like, uh, is he really like that? Like, it's unbelievable how many people ask me that question. I'm like, yeah, he's really like that. Nobody really, because nobody's really like that. That's who he is. Yeah, people don't really act like that. Oh, then I met a, I met a couple, uh, couple kids. Kid, I say kids, but they're college college kids that right. uh, listen to the show. They want to do what we do, and they're like, do you have any advice? Sat a nice little conversation with them. 
I just got to just be. You got to be genuine. Did you walk them through like live reads? If I had a. Uh, no, that? I don't think no. I, I can't. That's not my specialty. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. I will tell you within the next 12 minutes, you're going to have a chance to win in the Superbox Bonanza. Not you. Our no, not me. No. Well, I, I kind of win by giving stuff away. It makes me feel good. It is nice, right? Yeah, especially when my number hits big. <laughs> Which is amazing. Don't be jealous. You I'm not this, jealous. I have my thing. You have the award thing. I, like, I'm thrilled that something associated with you is winning prizes. The fact that they continue to hide a huge prize behind number 39 every year is incredible to me. Well, maybe the, why that, maybe the person that made that decision, that's why they're not for an award. Oh, maybe you ever think of that? Maybe you're right. Maybe they change it up next year now. I did feel badly, though, because someone was was texting me yesterday and said, congratulations on the award. I said, thank you so much. It means a lot. Uh, I haven't told my family yet. And then uh, I said, are you, are you up for an award? And he didn't know. Oh. And he really wanted Why would you ask that? Well, what do you mean? Why, why, That's a no, fair why is that a bad thing? I, I was excited. A question. I thought he would be up for an award. I was sure he'd be up for an award. Why is that bad? I don't know. The tack doesn't seem right. Re- Are you up for an award? I don't no, know. I wasn't meant to be nasty. Well, I think it depends on how you deliver it. I see what Raymond said. It was, it was via text. Like I, was like, I was like, thank you so much. I was like, it means a lot. I was like, Are you nomin-? I said, Are you nominated? I was like, no. Yeah, I think that's acceptable. Ha, what a loser you are, you bleep. <laughs> <laughs> I got another. I mean, you think that email was bad. I got another one that's even worse. Uh, the one you just <laughs> it's read? Too, it's too bad we can't I read can't, that I can't one. E- I can't even read it. That, that man hates you. Hates me. Hates you. Like, if, if if something were to happen badly to me, that guy would probably take joy. Uh, he'd or have he'd a celebratory. Be the number one suspect. He'd have a celebratory bagel. He'd be the first one that I questioned. Yes. I mean, it's but, boy, that's very mean, isn't it? That one, that, that wouldn't seem especially mean. If something bad happened to you, he wouldn't have celebratory bagels. He'd go on vacation. <laughs> well, he better get out of the country if something bad happened. Because <laughs> I'm going to forward this email to, to the authorities. It's, it's very... I very from the grave? I think it's the meanest... I'm not even going to say email. The meanest message I've ever seen sent to somebody or heard, I guess. No, yeah. he doesn't care for me. And that website is known for mean emails. It, uh, can you? Can one of you guys explain to him? It's not a website that produces emails. It's a GPT. It generates nasty emails for email generator, for God's sakes. It's my <laughs> website, which you can contact me through. There's a direct link to do that. <laughs> Dave has a very nasty AI, Rick. Yeah. Very nasty AI. No, I didn't mean it like that. But they, I mean, these emails all come from your, your website that it seems right. to just attract very, very no, nasty we get, people. No, I, I could sit here and read you a beautiful email I got the other day. And yet you choose to, to read the nastiest ones. No, I, I re- you, want, you want to hear a beautiful one? No. Okay. It was, it's to all of us. Okay, I get beautiful, bulbous, gorgeous emails. Let me hear it. Do you want to hear it? I don't want to force anything on you. Bulbous. I'd like to get the taste of that last one right out of my mouth. All it right. so nasty. Let's gargle. Ready? Yep. Dave, Rick, RJ, and Ray. My name is Adam. I live in Emerald, Australia, just outside Melbourne. I started following the Giants in 92, came across your program about two years ago. Listen to the podcast every night as I drift off to sleep and then catch up on the bits I miss the next day driving to work. This week, Dave, you've been tearing it up. 
I laughed so hard watching the Packers and Tampa destroy the pathetic Cowboys and Eagles, knowing I was going to hear you break it down all week long. Ray, as much as you drive me nuts, whenever the Cowboys are mentioned, you've been a real trooper this week, withstanding the ongoing onslaught from Dave and callers. I'm genuinely disappointed when I tune in and someone is away or there's someone else keeping the seats warm for you guys. The only problem I have is listening as I drift off to sleep is my wife gets annoyed when I laugh and wake her up in the middle of the night. I'm about to head to bed and listen to hour one of tonight's show, Celebratory McCarthy Bagels. Keep up the amazing work, guys. You four are the best. That's nice. That's very nice, yeah. So I like when it's nice to all four of us. I don't I don't I don't always love when it's nice to like, hey Dave, love you, Rick, and then Raymond, you're a worthless piece of garbage. I right. Don't, I don't love but those. I mean it's potpourri. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. Uh let's go to D in Queens. D, good morning. You're on ninety eight seven ESPN. <laughs> yeah, I had Raymond laughing because it, it relates to a certain things. Um, let's talk football first. Harden, let's get first, into James Harden. Um, um, funny. We're going to get it to you in a second. Oh, um, <laughs> oh. um, I think it's the Battle of the Bays in the conference championship. Like, you keep saying that oh. Kyle Shanahan owns um, the Packers. Hold on. No, Aaron Rodgers is closer to Dak Prescott than he is Tom Brady. There's a reason. This is for Rick. You're more optimistic than me. This is the reason I said they're not going to make the playoffs because it's going to get close, and he's a choker. Like Aaron Rodgers, of all his talk, he's a choker. That's first of all. I think Baltimore's taking the whole thing, but I think it's the Battle of the Bays in the, in, in the NFC. Oh. But sidebar. If, if, now, I, if I got to watch Dave, Battle of the Bays next week, I would be horrified. Ugh. Dave, RJ would go, RJ would go missing. Have Grosso. Dave? Yeah, go ahead, Dave. Yeah, I'm listening. You should never have Grasso as your co-host. He brings out the worst in you. You're really? an absolute jerk when you're around him. Okay, you're a very punchable person. And a what, what, did person. I, what did I do when Grasso was here? <laughs> you, your, whole, your whole vibe is just nasty. That's why I carried over at the beginning of the week. And I'm not the first person who's told you that. I think you guys are very sensitive. And I enjoy working with Grasso. And thanks for the call, D. I stand by that. Yeah, think- but no one else does. No one else likes when you're around them. Really? Wow. <laughs> See, Rick, people miss you. They love you. I don't know if I can take days off anymore. You probably shouldn't. I'm going to have to tell these kids, like, listen, guys, I know you need me there, but Dave I needs think, me more. I think John Winter would agree that the best thing for the station is you'd never to take a day. Uh, I think he probably would say that about all of us, that we work every day. Um, how about this from Mel Kuyper Jr.? Oh. Not draft-related but postseason related this weekend. And I disagree with this. Although when you think about it, there is a lot of pressure on this guy. He says Lamar is under more pressure than Josh Allen. I think it's Lamar, just because this is a perfect opportunity. I mentioned the 49ers. I think it would be really disappointing if the 49er team built for this year isn't in the Super Bowl. I think for Lamar, this team is built to win a Super Bowl or get to it and win it. Josh, the defense has been decimated by injuries. Had another one with Bernard last week, right? Uh, you know, Josh is still carrying his team. They don't have their running game every week. Definitely more pressure on Lamar Jackson. You know, at first blush, I'm like, oh, there's not more pressure. Maybe there is. Because if, if you lose at home to Patrick Mahomes, it's upsetting. If you, you're the one seed, you've been on a bye, you lose at home to C.J. Stratton, rookie quarterback. I mean, you'll, you're never going to get to the Super Bowl if you're Lamar Jackson. Uh, it doesn't feel like that. I mean, also, he's got a, I mean, his playoff record, he's 1-3 in the playoffs, too. Right. So, at a certain point, you're looking, I mean, he'll have two MVPs now, one of those being unanimous. I don't know what's going to happen this season, but um, at some point, you've got to take that next step, right? Like, I mean, MVPs are great, but, you know, home field, 
until you get to the Super Bowl. And then on top of that, as good as this defense is, you actually got weapons now. It looks like Mark Andrews could be back. Right. This is one of those, I mean, this is it. Now, listen, this is not just it, but this is as good a time as any. Is it ever going to be? Okay, but here's the thing. Can you guarantee me? And you know this. I mean, you think when the Jets went to the AFC Championship game in, in 2011 that you're like, that you'll oh. be back? I mean, you, you thought you'd be back at some point or back to the playoffs. Like, you never know. Now, no, I know, I know you never great... know. But here's the thing, though. Yeah. I, I think to Mel, what Mel was saying is not only is it like, listen, Baltimore's really good. Lamar's awesome. They got a good coach. They got great ownership. Like, this is a Baltimore is a really well-run organization. So, I mean, there's a, there's a chance they'll be back. But when you look at... Where they're at now, what Mel just said, they're playing a Houston Texans team at home. Rookie quarterback, rookie head coach. I know they played great, but you got that. And then on top of that, the next team you're going to face, if it's Kansas City, Kansas City's got real questions offensively. They're not the same explosive offenses they've been in the past. Defense right. is good, but they got issues. And then when you look at what the injuries on the defensive side for Buffalo and what they're dealing with, like this is a the way this thing is set up for you, you better this get is there this year. Great I've opportunity. Said, uh, if San Francisco and Baltimore are not in the Super Bowl this year, more San Fran than Baltimore, but both, I mean, you don't know. You're sitting here. Can you, can you guarantee me no. that Baltimore wins the division next year when no, Burrow's back healthy? I can't guarantee you that. I can't guarantee you that Lamar doesn't get hurt. Like, I mean, you're talking to a guy who watches quarterback run out with the American flag and then blow his Achilles out and have a season fall apart. Right, so nobody knows anything. And again, this is why, and people always say, why for these big games do you go so crazy? Because I don't know when it's going to ever happen again. Like, they'll have a chance just because they're good. But, I mean, look, Cincinnati's another good example. Right? I mean, uh, with Joe Burrow going down. Right. You never know what's going to happen. He's gone down twice down in his career already with season RJ, injuries. Uh, uh, RJ, how would you like to respond to D? I mean, you're the one that keeps just pounding the table that uh, in every look ahead and rundown that, Shanahan owns the floor. Indeed, just poo-pooed all over it. I expect to pound them. Pound them. Two-possession game. So you're taking San Francisco with your uh, picks? Yep. T- I'll give you a freebie, Dave. Taking really? the Niners. Yep. You're going all in Niners? Yep. Wow. Have you thought about how you're going to use the control uh, for the picks later? You've been pretty nice to me today. So fa- at this point, favorable to you. Could change. Mm-hmm. Pendulum could swing. I think you look great. I appreciate that. Oh, now he's going to kiss your butt what? the whole he rest looks, of the show. Listen, have I ever, honestly, have I ever told you anything but that RJ looks terrific? You have. Uh, but uh, to be no, fair. I, I've never said you don't no, look terrific. No, that's false. When he, came, no, when he came back from the bachelor party, you told me he looked like he was a mess and he hadn't slept in his that hair. Was, was all because up. That, but, but admittedly, he said he was on one. To, to, to keep things interesting, I, I would like to keep things at least status quo how they are now between us. And give you a chance. It's no fun because I have control of the board. If if I'm at you this week because of the tiebreaker, it's over. You guys do what you want. I put myself in this position. I don't think it's very very gentlemanly to do it like that. No, and I'd, it is not my intent to do it like that. So as long as I stay within respectable behavior for the next hour and 45 minutes, you will go before I go today. I think that's right. Let me ask you this, though. Mm-hmm. Are you at a point now where you're trying to make up a game or two, or will you just completely fade my picks? No, Total he he's already got, he's already got, I got my picks, picks ready done. to go. But would you be willing to change them? Nope. Wow. Nope. He's and actually, and, I'll, he's give, actually and I'll give you a little baby, in. too. How about this? Because you have extended the olive branch to me, I'll extend it back to you. Packers, Niners, not on my three-pack this week. Ooh. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Wow, so things were, will align naturally to give you a chance. Uh, well, we could take the same area of those other games, though. 
We could, but you at least ha- you ha- at least have the opportunity though. to stay alive. The, right, you'd stay alive because you have a separate game. Right. If I hit the other game and you lose that game, my chances bring me to next week with a chance. Correct. Yeah, that would put you down two with three to play. Right. Imagine if it all comes down to the Super Bowl. Oh, would that be good? I'll tell you. You know what? I'm going to tell you this right now. So and it all came say, down to the Niners winning the Super Bowl. How good would that be? Because RJ, would, he'd, he'd have to take the Niners. Well, and he'd have to be in Vegas, too. Have to. I probably just wouldn't come back. Started. If they lost, you'd have to stay in Vegas. They had, like, full underground city there in Vegas, RJ. I'd have to join that city. Yeah. Well, you, you know what? You say that. We have a full underground city here. We do. The mole we people. We do. The mole people are just living under there. God knows Dude, what I'll, doing. I'll tell you what, because I didn't even notice it until they brought it up when Aaron was on with McAfee and they brought up the logos. I mean, real weird if all of a sudden if it ends up being San Francisco and Baltimore. Come on, uh, three straight They're years. The two best teams in football. Yeah, but that come that logo comes out before. So you think that the NFL is manipulating things to get no. the, the matching logos in the Super Bowl? I I don't. But it'd be a real coincidence. If the, coincidence of the last three years, the colors were identical. Well, then then color me coincident, right? I mean, come on. That wouldn't be weird to you at all. I I'm not three like years. That. No. No, I don't think the NFL is manipulating the color schemes and the, the. No, I don't believe that. No, listen, whoever's making that up, like decides that, I want him to help me with my picks. <laughs> you don't need he knows help. something. You've already, he, you've he or she knows something. You graduated, JoJo in Nutley. Hi, JoJo. You're at ninety-eight-seven. Hey, how you doing, guys? Shout out to the company. You sound half dead. Um, What's going I, on, JoJo? No, I'm awake. I was just on hold for a little bit. Just okay. getting good. Um, Long time no speak. I just wanted to talk about Brunson, man. I mean, the Knicks yesterday, I know it's uh, off topic, but the Knicks yesterday was a good win, tough win, but it just you could see how much Brunson brings to the Knicks, you know, not having him for a couple of games. And then even that one possession at the end, I know you guys are going nuts because I was, uh, when they double-teamed Brunson, we had to give the ball to Randall just for one possession. And then Poole just took it from him, and they just, you know, it was, like, disgusting. So, you know, the amount of time that he plays per game, you know, I know Rick mentioned it, like 41 minutes or something. Like, I, I think we got to either get McBride in more or find somebody or make a trade sooner just to help him out because I don't think he's going to last playing this long. You're game. asking too much for him. Uh, we discussed it earlier, thanks for the call, and don't be a stranger. Uh, you're, you're asking too much for Brunson right now. You're asking too much of him, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't disagree. We still got half a season left, man. And the playoffs, which is what you ideally want him to be fresh and ready for. Exactly right. Here's my thought, though. Carry on for the next two weeks. Because I, I got to think by February 8th, things are different. Yeah. I have, and, and if they're not, then honestly, if they're not different and you're relying on him to this extent for the remainder of the season and the postseason, I don't love your chances to go on a big run in the postseason. No, I don't either. But I think they've shown you, and I said this to you yesterday, like and we'd, we'd have these conversations in the locker room around this time of the year. It's uh, We need to prove to management that we're we're legitimate, so they can help us. And I think the starting five with the additions of the addition of OG has has proven. Like even when you hear Tibbs talk about OG, like what he's done for them, especially defensively, like they that starting five is is legitimate. But remind, they need help. Remind me, there's a question I wanted to ask you later. Ray brought it up to me before the show when we were doing our pre-show preparation, and it rung true. And I forgot about it. I do want to get to it in the eight o'clock hour. All right, I'll write it down. Write, write that down. Can you guess, by the way, OG, through his first 10 games as a Nick, is plus? It was crazy to start. They've lost a couple. I'm going to say he's plus one. Four, 10 games? 10 games. 
148. 148. RJ? Hmm. 172. Ooh, 172. Uh, Andres Santiago. He probably knows. I believe it's 170. Look at Raymond. 170. Oh, that's right. It's the well, highest. That's, a, that's it's, unfair. He's it's the highest plus that... minus in NBA history posted by a player in his first 10 games. Yeah, full, full disclosure, I did see that information. Of course he did. He, he well, produces so. the Knicks games. I, I still but, but it. But it is historic. It's uh, worth knowing. Email rolled in from Matt L. To you, RJ. RJ better chill with that cocky arrogance. He's going to be the next Ray. There it is. Matt L. There it is. Yeah, I'm setting myself up for that, sure. If that were to happen. What's Monday like if the, if the Niners lose? I don't know. I probably won't be here. So i I got to be honest with you. I would respect. I would never have more respect for anybody in my life than if you take Monday off. It would be the worst loss of my fandom. Worse than the Super Bowl. Worse than. What is what is Sunday like? Now, do you just t- tell Ange, like, Ange, take Antonio and just, I, I'm, I'm done. Well, so it's Saturday night. Is the, the, the this is the contract game for you that you're having people sign their life away? Right. So are you, you're saying if they lose Sunday? No, no. If they lose Saturday, or if they lose is, Saturday, what is Sunday for you? I don't know. Just lay face down in the snow. Like, like, do you watch the football games on Sunday? Um. Hmm. RJ, I've, how about I, this? I think I have I to. Offer. I think I, I have, have to. Okay, listen to this offer though. Okay, this he is wants how to much send you to the the Russian baths. No, no, I don't. No, no Angel wouldn't like that. This is what I'll do. If for some reason San Francisco loses, Sunday I will set up a car, pick you up at your home, and then bring you here, and I will resuscitate you back to life. This will never happen. I'll feed you pizza, any kind of alcoholic beverages you'd like. I think this is a great opportunity. It will never, ever, ever <laughs> I will, happen. I, I promise I'll do There's it. There's a better chance that a, a, like a crow flies in and picks you guys up from, from like the back of your necks and flies you to his house than this car shows up. And uh, so what do you say, that RJ is small enough that a pizza. crow could pick him up by no. his neck and fly him? Wow, this is, really, this is really impacting the order of the picks no, coming later. No, that's not what I'm saying whatsoever. What I'm saying is mm. that you talk a big game on Friday morning, come Saturday night or Sunday morning, zero chance this happens. None. Well, hopefully Ooh. because the Niners win, but... Right, but what are the what are the chances that I would jump in a car yesterday for a two hour drive to New Jersey? I did. You it. know what? Also very surprising. Right. Yeah, I'm full but, of surprises. But you, your your emailer is correct. I'm I'm setting myself up for that. Absolutely. Yeah, but you deserve to set yourself. I'll bring up you like bagels that. on Monday if this happens. He's not going to be here Monday if that happens. I mean, but I think I'm going at, listen, I, I very rarely venture into this space of confidence, like outwardly. I, I, Green Bay has had a great season. This young of a team, the youngest team in the league, I know there's the old, like, you don't know what you don't know. They've had a whole week of people telling them how bright the future is. If San Fran doesn't come out ready to play, then it, it will be fair to assume that this incarnation will never win a Super Bowl. I think that's fair. I hope we don't live in that world for you, for your sake. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.